magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and inner child healing teacher. And this is a podcast about using magic and energy work as we bravely embrace the full range of the human experience. Hello, everybody. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Hello. Yeah. Um, I got in the recent Goddess Provisions box, which was amazing as always. Hashtag support the show. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be a... This wasn't supposed <laughs> to be a plug for it. Just go straight into the... But, yeah. The <laughs> um, but there was this uh, wax sealer that was so cool. It had a stamp. Like, you drip the wax onto the envelope, and then you seal it with this... Oh, like all medieval. Yes. I loved it. But the wax made me a little bit nauseous, I think. I was too oh, close to it. Oh, it happened this morning? Mm-hmm. Oh. I got a little, little close to it. I think. Yeah, a little anyway, wax maybe that wasn't, casualty. That wasn't a good a- advertisement. For <laughs> it was but I love strong. it. strong. I love it. I do love it. Uh, it was a warning. Um, anyway, if you're new to the show, this is where we talk about what came up for this us this week, maybe in relation to um, the cards, the energy report, whatevs, right? Yeah. We're kind of like tuning in and talking about our week, but also talking about the cards we drew, which mm-hmm. were you drew Cat Spirit, which was independent. It was like about independence mm. from the Colette Baron Reed Animal Spirit Oracle. I think something like that. Mm. You're looking like, mm, I don't no, know I was if just I think- believe you. Oh, I believe you. I just oh. <laughs> um, was thinking about how does that relate to what's going on. Okay. And yeah. then I drew Give Birth. From my Cosmic Dancer Oracle, which is about giving birth to new conditions. Oh, boy. Feels right to me. What about that, you? Very much. Very much. Do yes. you want to go into details about how that happened? Well, I mean, as many of you know, if you saw on social media, I got married. Yeah. So but it that's was a like, thing. It was a very... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was uneventful, would right. you say? It was well, see I do want to talk about the experience yeah. of it because I think we are gonna probably do some kind of ritual. Um, but in Colorado you don't need an officiant. So we really just basically filled out the paperwork um and took a picture <laughs> and then posted about it on social media. Yeah. But we are now legally married. Mm. Um but yeah, it I just I mean we also are in the process of buying the place where we live. So that's mm-hmm. another, that was kind of what I think spurred it. But mm-hmm. we've been together for 22 years. Yeah. And that, what I wanted to talk about was the new energy, the new mm-hmm. feeling I have, which I yes. did not expect. I know. I told you this. You told me that there was an unexpected new feeling. Well, what I told you was <laughs> that it has an invisible energy to it. Yes. That actually, to be honest with you, I didn't feel with my first husband until we were divorced. Yeah. And because I didn't have, I was so, I was the one who initiated the divorce. I wasn't, I didn't want to be married to him anymore. But when, I mean, he's a really nice guy. He's great. We're friendly. I mean, we're f- whatever. We're in touch. But. Um, when I got the divorce, like I got an email, it's official, like it's everything's through your divorce. I like 
felt. I started crying uncontrollably. Yeah. It was like I felt the energy just like, uh, yeah, it was wild. Well, yeah, now I realize, I mean, this, we're a social species. This is a this is a really, I mean, we all give this a lot of weight. It's like a legal agreement. And so, and people recognize it and value it, you know, the, the whole quality of being married. <laughs> so yeah. it does make sense. Yeah. Um, but also the agreement between me and Ted, like, yes. yeah, we, we're making this agreement. We're partners, even though we, we, I feel like we in many ways have already had that agreement, but it did still feel yeah. different. Yeah. But it also, it's just interesting once you, you sh- like shifting into choosing to buy the house is similar of like the realizing oh, I had the views of myself as someone who wouldn't know how to do that or Mm. couldn't do that wasn't qualified wasn't deserving even Mm. like it becomes into focus but um with the marriage it's really interesting because I'm just looking back on how like how my examples as a child of marriage made it really seem like a very bad idea. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like this yeah. is just a very poor life choice that people make. Mm, <laughs> and then yeah. like witnessing people really valuing it, like, oh, when are we going to get married? Oh, yeah, you know, then I would yeah. be like, that is a weird fake thing that you believe in. Yeah. But then, I mean, and I literally had nightmares about getting married. Like, from the, a very young age, yeah. I had recurring nightmares that I got yeah. married. And then I was like, what did I do? Oh, wow. Yeah. But then um, just, like, looking at it and thinking about the whole journey. Because I remember maybe, like, in 2010, when Ted and I had been together 10 years, I think mm. I learned or got the idea at that point that... I wouldn't be able to go visit him in the hospital. Oh, yeah. I think I just started to realize like, oh, there are certain things like we do own all the same stuff now. So legally, there would be some value in getting married. So I was like, we should just maybe do it. And Ted was like, yeah, someday. Yeah. And and anyway, so then I've also witnessed Ted's thing about it because since we did it, like witnessing Ted's family being not super cool, actually pretty angry and standoffish based on how we decided to get married i don't know is it how you decided to get married or that uh you got married at all i mean i'm not really clear on it but i think from just kind of looking back on the way ted has talked about us because i like i he would say oh we want to do it but we want to do it this way i'd be like Uh really we want to have a part you want to have a party i don't understand that i mean yeah I, just knowing you, I wouldn't think that you would want to have a traditional <laughs> thing. Like maybe right. get together, have a barbecue and celebrate or something. But right. um, but then I realized, no, I think it's that tradition. Like you do it a certain way. Uh, and that is what their his family members or members are. Yeah, very uh-huh. traditional. Oh, so they're mad at how you did it. I Not that you did it. Yeah, I think that's kind of what's happening. But see, that's part of that baggage that I think for so long made me like, what is this thing that people get obsessed over? They lose their shit over it. Like when I would witness people saying, oh, we've been together for five years now. So either we need to get married or I'm going to break up with him. Like I'd just be like, what are you talking about? Like that's that makes no sense to me that that would be. That you would end a relationship over. It's like this is something that if both of you want to do, then that yeah. makes sense. But yeah. anyway, it's just been this big Well, what I think is so interesting, and actually 
it, it goes into what I was going to talk about next with us leaving Spotify, if you're okay with moving yeah. on. It's like it's a similar thing where people think they have a um, right. Like, okay, it's a little different. But like in a wedding, how uh, people's marriage, like they think they have a right to get mad at you for how you did a very personal thing. Right. I, that to me was so shocking because yeah, like, this is I mean because my I feel like my family is like that they're like do what you want like we'll come yeah. if you want to have a big traditional wedding we'll come to it and if you yeah. want to just go off and get married and tell yeah. us later I mean it's your thing yeah. I mean but, that yeah. happens it's so common though that people get really upset about how you do this thing yeah. it's like it is a cultural phenomenon it's and to me it's like it's sort of like getting a tattoo where it's mm-hmm. like this permanent thing. I mean, it's not, it yeah. doesn't have to be in both yeah. cases. It can be removed, but it's yeah. the whole thing. But yeah. Um, where to me, like people telling you what your tattoo should look like. It's just yeah. so, it's, yeah. it's absurd. Yeah, it is absurd. And it is interesting to um, liken that to a tattoo because a lot of times people go into a tattoo, they're like, whatever, put anything on there. What do you think? <laughs> and I'm like, why? You're asking the tattoo artist what they, what you should put on your body for life. Like yeah. I understand they're an expert at making the tattoo but how would they know what you want on your that is going to represent it's so weird something on your body forever I mean I don't want to yeah it's just you know oh boy this is like going into so many ways actually one of the questions is it's it has something to do with trusting yourself I guess and like needing all these people's approval about it or not you know, anyway, what I want to talk about in terms of so we have left Spotify and we decided to leave Spotify because, well, they've been they're really terrible to artists, which we probably shouldn't have been on there in the first place because of that. I wasn't educated about that. Um, and they pay a hundred million. They paid a hundred million dollars to a man who is um, saying very racist things and also transphobic things and so it's just like okay we don't want to be there when they're paying actively paying somebody like of course we're all everywhere else and I'm sure we're everywhere else there's a lot of racist people there too (laughs) and transphobic people there too but they're not getting paid to be there we're not saying like oh okay here we are and also they're not I don't know actually how Apple pays their artists so maybe that's something we need to look into too um but anyway so we posted on instagram and everybody um i I have to say i really love our listeners and there was a couple people that disagreed that um the way they said it was very thoughtful i thought except for there was one person who was less thoughtful (laughs) um but i noticed immediately when I started reading the people who were disagreeing right away, I felt this pain in my hip. And I usually get this pain in my hip when I'm obsessing about something. Oh, interesting. I feel like I keep saying interesting, not just right now in the podcast, but in my life right now. I think I'm very interested in things, but I need to think of another word. (laughs) No, I haven't noticed that. I mean, I know you say that, but I haven't heard you over say that. Anyway, yeah, it's something that, and then long story short, what I really realized was, because I talked to that part, I was like, okay, I'm going to pull that pain out of my hip and talk to that part because it's an inner child part. And what I saw was, 
basically like she lived her life in fear of my mother's very she, my mother had a not violent in terms of um physical treatment but violent energy when yeah. she when you went up against when you when I was saying went up against her and by that I mean disagreed with anything yeah like didn't go say, along with yes. the whole anything program yeah Yeah, with how I was in the world and that could be violent withdrawal or violent energy at me um but so what I saw was like that part um the pain in the hip actually happens from leaving my body like I gotta leave my body because oh no I'm doing something wrong I'm disagreeing with with the with people with her um but also her um when I'm disagreeing with with her, I'm talking about my mother now specifically, was never super clear. Like it was like, um, you know, sometimes it was, but it was like, uh, oh, everybody thinks this about you. Who's the everybody? I don't even know. Or like, you're doing this terrible thing. Why is it terrible? Ugh, it just is. You know, mm-hmm. there wasn't like a lot of clarity there. Yeah. Um, and I realized that's why it was coming up with this because it was like I started projecting onto a group this this like nebulous feeling of oh my god people think this terrible thing because I made this decision and also I'm not allowed to have my opinion and my decision and by the way it's actually nobody's business really what we do except for you and me like it doesn't like if I really love our listeners and I hope they keep listening but it's also <laughs> none of their business if wherever we choose to go. If we ended up, if we went to a racist platform, I hope they'd leave because I don't want anyone to support racism. But you know what I mean? Like, that's our choice. And people come, they do what they do. That. So anyway, it was like a whole big healing around staying in my body when I'm feeling um well, it's two part. One, when I'm feeling under attack and two, noticing actually I'm in present time and there is no attack and I can just say what I want and that's it. It's not even dramatic. Yeah. And then, you know, what's so intriguing, fascinating <laughs> is that I um, realized, I mean, we were texting because you said you got triggered and then I was like, oh, I, I had a feeling you were going to be triggered and that we would talk about it on the podcast and then... Um, I was like, oh, am I being codependent? And I was like, yes, because I realized I felt guilty. I felt like, oh, I I exposed Natasha to this feeling. Like oh this is gosh. somehow – she's just probably – like what I realized, mm. it, it was this big, deep thing actually that is similar but different. Oh. And it was that, oh, that's kind of my – baseline with female friends is mm. like oh they they're probably annoyed with me because i'm just just because of who i am like i yeah. just have done yeah. something yes or, and I, it can't, is similar. I don't know what it is but i can't fix it but it's they're probably annoyed because <laughs> you are bad just generally not yeah. like annoying grow i'm talking about myself i feel that saying i have felt that this is yeah. something i have just recently had a big healing around where I don't with, feel that anymore. With but female who friends? knows? Yes. Okay, because like it went deep to me because I was like, oh, that that actually hangs over my head. Where yes. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna text this friend and and I haven't texted her for a while. She probably 
is really annoyed that I haven't texted her for a while or she thinks I'm not a good friend or but I'm just going to do it and hopefully she will still want to be my friend and I'm like every time they still want to be my friend like that is just uh, I think something I'm imagining but Um, what if you also like let's say you haven't been in touch with somebody and they are upset that you aren't like really like you're not reaching out to them then they could say something and that would be okay like you'd have a conversation and that is interesting that you said that too because I do want to get in contact with some friends who I have not been in contact with and part of it is I realized that that hung over my head so much that feeling that it started to like feel like a burden like this imagined thing that they're Like, I would get tired of it. Like, ah, this person, I don't even want to talk to them because oh, they think all these things yeah. about me that are. So I, I, this is what I realized yesterday was how much, I mean, I, I not like I haven't tuned into this before, but yeah. yesterday I just saw like, oh, that's a huge deal in my relationship with women. Because men, it's like, I talk to my dad me all the too. time, my brother, you know, it, and, and if my brother's annoyed with me, I'm like, oh, he's annoyed with me, but it's okay because we're friends, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Like, women, it's like, this sucks. Like, this just feels bad. Yeah. And come to realize yesterday, especially, like, this is, I think, something I'm making up. I don't even yeah. think that this is real. I mean, most yeah. of the time. And like yeah. you said, yeah, if it is, it could be like with my brother where it's like, oh, he'll get over it. I'll, I'll, I'll apologize or whatever. But also what's interesting is, like, I'll just say, like, Brett actually has had this happen because he's not very good with keeping in touch with people. And then he will, it will build, like, he'll start to feel that. But then actually, it does hurt the relationship because he's not reaching out. And he doesn't mind me talking about this. That's why I'm... um, saying it. Like, he, he, he's had that happen before where the relationship falls apart because he waits too long and he took it for granted or he does let it build up. He doesn't do that thing we do where he worries they think we're terrible, but he does just kind of assume it's going to be okay and then it's not okay. So that's the thing about when you're doing that. What you just described is like it may end up actually happening, but it's like kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy because at first they weren't feeling that way. But then because you didn't do it, it could be that they do but either way you're not a bad person yeah you know what I mean and yeah that feeling yeah yeah it's interesting if I could just think of how my brother and Ted like if they're annoyed with me I really am like it's okay like I mean I'll listen and maybe I'll change but I'm not gonna feel like this huge burden and that is how my dad is too I probably that dynamic like my dad and I can fight we can yell Mm -hmm. we can get into these deep arguments about Mm -hmm. any number of things and then it's just we're over it right away so yeah I have the same thing I think it's uh you know I mean it's probably the way we we were both had these um people mothers with narcissists borderline probably untreated and that's the energy of it I mean to me it wasn't even just it definitely was worse with female friendships I don't I feel like men just have less drama for me yeah it's just less there's less undercurrents yes but now that I've been healing that more like I am noticing the friends in my life there's not that it's just all intertwined I don't there's not that undercurrents with the friendships like whereas before I would be 
involving myself with people who had that undercurrent. Mm -hmm. And also, I was waking up with that feeling of feeling, there's just something wrong with me and I don't even know why. Yeah. I I mean, I have done a big healing on that. And I also know that with healings, everything comes around. It may not be gone for good, but... Anyway, there's a lot. There's so much, and I'm going to talk about this in the energy report, but the energy right now, wow. There's so much information, so much leaving, so much coming, like old stuff like this, like realizations where you were saying with female friends, like to have a new understanding of that. Yeah. It's just the picture of it. I was like, oh, (laughs) it came into perspective. I got to a point where I could see it. Like that is there. Wow, that's so interesting. I know. Um. Okay, well, before we get to our questions this week, we have um a few questions. None of them are about relationships, which we thought we could get because of it's Valentine's Day, if you're listening to this on Monday, but they're still great, so we will answer them. And then, oh, we haven't decided what questions to ask for the next time, but just know that on the 25th, that's our next question time. Yeah, our next question day. Oh, I should say, yeah, so not next week, but the week after we'll be answering questions. So, uh, yeah, write those in, call those in. Oh, you can call 828 828- Three 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 seven one eight one eight two eight three 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 seven one eight one, or email us magicmondaypodcast at gmail dot com or go to Magic Monday Podcast, and there's a button at the top. But before we do that, um, is there? I would just say for first of all, I mentioned goddess provisions at the top. I really their boxes that come every week is like. Uh, sorry, every month is like one of my favorite things ever. I love it. So if you want to do get one of those, um, you are also supporting the show a little bit. And we really appreciate it. And yeah. they're vegan, cruelty-free. It's a really good company to support. So go to magicmondaypodcast.com and there's a button on the side. And then also on Instagram, we have a little link to it too. If you do it through us. Uh, I would like to mention that I am offering a free meditation, live meditation on Zoom on Sunday mornings called Sunday Circle. It's at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. So that's 8 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Central, and 11 a.m. Eastern. If you're international, you can also join if if it's convenient. Um, But it's free. I have a little donation link for a charity that I like to support. It's just 30 minutes and we meditate. We focus on a topic that is universal and not overly woo-woo. So if you want to have, you know, your partner or a friend join you who isn't into woo-woo stuff, it will facilitate the woo-woo stuff that you do like, like Mm -hmm. grounding, centering, self-love, self-approval, stuff like that. Um, But it isn't going to be something that will alienate people who aren't into that stuff. So if you'd like to join, you can learn about it um, on any of my social media feeds, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or or you can go to TessWhitehurst.com and click on about and then appearances. All right. Um, and I just released a workbook on working with your triggers. Um, it's a, I don't know how long 
long? I think it's like 13 pages or something. And there's extra pages to track your triggers, which is really That's helpful. So cool. Yeah. And it, um, you know, it helps you figure out how to identify them. And then there's two exercise. Of, it goes a little bit into like how to identify where it comes from, how to recognize them. And then also there's two different exercises you can do when you are triggered to work through it. And it's eight dollars. So it's that's it's a bargain. A nice, yeah, it's a bargain. So you can go to my website um and there's a little section under workbooks. I'm gonna be making more soon. Um I'm redoing my website. Well, Brett is redoing my website and I'm so excited. It's ah. looking so good. Very excited about that. Um, okay. So should we oh, if you would rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts, we'd be so grateful. It really helps us. It helps people find the podcast, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, it brightens our day. It really does. For real. Um, Even if you just hit five stars, it helps people find us, apparently. I don't know how these things work, but... Okay, shall we go to questionies? Yes. All right. The first question is from Beth. She says, hi, guys, love the pod. So I've been working on slowly getting better at energetic boundaries with other people, but I still feel like I'm very sensitive and it's something I can't completely turn off. Recently, someone I know lost someone close to them and I would feel a wave of grief when it came up. I didn't think this was a bad thing. I just felt it briefly and moved on. I don't think I felt an unhealthy amount of responsibility for their emotions, but when I mentioned it to my breathwork therapist she said i shouldn't be feeling other people's emotions do you think it's possible to never feel the emotions of the people we care about or is it okay to allow things like this to quickly pass through us as information do you want such a good question yeah yeah i think that you're on to something there beth with the way you even described pass through us mm. because i think i mean i have not ever gotten to, i mean i i wouldn't want to get to a place where i didn't feel empathy and that's empathy is feeling kind of resonating understanding and even yeah. sort of feeling how other people feel um but i think when you get into the codependency of it that's where there's a problem and that's when it's like this person, like me with Natasha <laughs> yesterday, oh, like, yeah. where I was like, this person is feeling triggered and that is bothers me because I, I somehow I should have prevented that or I should f be fixing that. When yeah. it gets into that, it's different. And so like when I do Akashic clearings, for example, and I pull up someone's program, just the other day I pulled someone's program and I felt pain in my body because it was like a past life where there was a lot of pain physical pain and yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like I felt physical pain but it kind of was it was like I could feel the um, mm -hmm. vibration of it just kind of resonate with it but because I didn't feel I didn't feel attached I didn't feel like this was my fault or anything like that I was just it was my job at that moment to tune into that energy it yeah. was you could describe it as passing through like I'm I'm um, feeling it sensing it tuning into it in a way to help somebody but without attaching blame or guilt to it yeah I think that's a great explanation yeah it's like if you it's I guess really what you do with it and also how you feel about that so 
like if you're feeling everybody's emotions all the time, that sounds pretty exhausting. But if you're yeah. like a good friend, someone dies and like you feel like, oh, yeah, you know, there's it's like I think that's a gift. And yeah. like, again, yeah, right. What you said, if you're not as long as you're not like, oh, I should call them then because otherwise I'm a bad friend or, oh, I've got to do some. It's just information. Oh, and as a matter of fact, it's great that you have that awareness. It, yeah. Where I would say it wouldn't be good is if you suddenly feel grief and you're like, why am I suddenly so sad? Then then that's hard because then you're like, oh, God, why am I sad? I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm sad. You know? <laughs> so that's really great awareness. I think, you know, refining our own boundaries so that we can decipher what's ours and what isn't is a great goal and pretty important um having a goal of never feeling other people's stuff feels like um i mean i guess if that feels <clears throat> excuse me if that feels right to you then okay but if that feels restrictive which to me that feels restrictive to like yeah and it also feels very armored and like to have like some maybe maybe armored is my stuff but also, like, it feels like, oh, you're only really spiritual if you can never feel other people's feelings or, like, have perfect boundaries all the time. Or, you know, when we're very sensitive people, that's just not, I don't think it's realistic unless, again, that's a real goal of yours and that feels aligned with your higher self and that's something you know you want in this lifetime. Okay. But a blatant catch-all, nobody should feel I disagree with that. Well, also, it's kind of not how humans are wired. You know, like there's those studies that show the mirror neurons where Mm. if someone, if you see a video of someone, you know, like hitting their head that you're like, oh, like you just naturally Mm. kind of think, oh, that would really hurt. (laughs) Like I could kind of feel how that would feel. Oh, yeah. That's just how we are. You know, what's weird is when, (laughs) this is a weird one, but when somebody gets hurt somewhere I almost feel it as if this is going to sound gross but like I feel it like if I was kicked in the balls oh right and I don't have balls as you know yes but if you see someone get kicked in the balls I mean I do I imagine I'm like oh I have this feeling of how that would feel like I would feel sick to my stomach I mean I have had men explain it to me so I like have a sense of it for me it's (laughs) like it's not them getting kicked in the balls but it's like seeing a like a real like someone gets hit in the face or something i'm like i feel it there for some reason anyway this is all (laughs) (laughs) yeah what you're saying is like you said before we're social creatures we Mm -hmm. feel and i think it's just a sign that you actually have really good boundaries because Mm -hmm. you know what isn't yours that's that's like really advanced actually i think me too yeah, and also, if we didn't feel other people's feelings, then movies would not make sense to us. Why would we go see them? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, I guess she's saying, like, the actual grief of another. It is next level to take it. But, yeah, yeah. that's a good friend. And, yeah. yeah. We, no, em- empaths feeling, actually feeling that grief yes. pass through is not the same as going to see a movie. But it, they, kind it's of, the same though, family. you're right. Yeah, yeah, like people who never feel the emotions of a in a movie, you'd be like, "What are they a sociopath? What's wrong with them? Do they need help?" Right, and it's part of the beauty of this life experience because otherwise, why would we go see sad movies? At and all, actually, ever? yeah, the, I guess what it is is like in that case, someone would be like, "Oh, I'm letting my boundaries down so I can feel the feelings in this movie." 
maybe. I, <laughs> I mean, I think these are all, it's like we're these instruments of emotion. Yes. And it sometimes feels beautiful to us to feel exactly. other people's feelings in a way. But as long as all it's right. not attached to guilt. But yeah, I think we covered it. We did. Okay, next up <laughs> from Nicole. Hi, Natasha and Tess. I am a longtime listener and fan of the podcast and a huge fan of Tess's books. In fact, Magical Housekeeping was one of the first metaphysical books I ever read and helped me set me along my path. I've heard that from other people as well. I'm saying that part. Okay, my question, Nicole's question for both of you is in regards to eliminating phobias, specifically a fear of flying. I love visiting foreign locations, but flying causes intense anxiety for me to the point that I I can't fully enjoy the vacation because I'm worried about the flights home. In a few weeks, my husband and I are traveling to Egypt, a huge bucket list destination for us, but I'm more nervous than excited. Do you have any tips on how to deal with this fear? Thanks for any assistance you can get. Mm-hmm. Another to... good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to start on this one? Sure. Um, My thing about, okay, so... I really think this is where um, hypnotherapy or like um, meditation can be so transformation, transformational. That's the word, right? I've been having a hard time with words sometimes. Last night, I sat up with Brett for like 10 minutes trying to figure out if experiment was a bad way to say experiment. (laughs) Experiment and, or experiment? Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. I say experiment, but I but experiment sounds right to me. They also. both are. It's just a different. I think experiment is more Californian and experiment. Oh, is that is, what it is? Because I was like, I that sounds completely right to me. Experiment. That's but he was saying it's wrong. Oh, it must be because I grew up in California. Okay. Thank you. You've solved that problem. Sure, no problem. Now moving on to Nicole's problem. (laughs) So (laughs) I will say that when I was like um, 20, I was trying to be an actor and I was auditioning and I I was terrified of auditioning. Terrified. Also, I was just very shy in general um, with new people. Very, very shy. So I started to do this thing where I would fill myself up with light and then I would imagine myself um, going into the audition room and anytime I would start to get scared like the visualization I was scared I would stop it back it up put the feeling in my body of how I wanted to feel which was just like not thinking about what other people thought at all so it was like free confident relieved this feeling and filled up with light, I would feel it and watch myself at the same time. And and again, I would stop myself along the way. Every time it didn't resonate, I would fill up with a thing. Can I tell you that it worked? Like, I remember driving to this audition and I was like, I have, I'm not even a tiny bit scared. Mm. And I went in and it actually felt weird. Like, I was like, I don't know who I am anymore. (laughs) Like, I really, truly was like, who am I if I'm not a person who's worried about what other people, this is, I actually was not comfortable. At the end, I ended up like, yeah, but it a billion percent worked a few times. So it works. So that is my suggestion to you, along with if you want to try like a more technical hypnotherapy person, I bet that would really work too but just imagining yourself how does it feel to be on a plane 
Or no, how do you feel relaxed? Like what's your most relaxed state? Put that feeling in your body. Now imagine yourself driving to the airport. If at all you start to feel panicky, go immediately back to that relaxed state and just go as slow as you can. Also light, really, really helpful the whole time. Just fill yourself with light. Watch the scenario in light, the whole thing. Yeah. And I've, there you go. That's my suggestion. Yeah. So um, once again, we do have a friend of the podcast who has been a guest, uh, Healing Wave Hypnosis, Megan Fry. So I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. Um, I was going to add, I think this might be a past life thing for mm. you, Nicole. So mm-hmm. um, I It was might... for me too, though. I got to oh. tell you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. That's yeah. the great thing. You can still work okay, on it. Okay, but you go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, that's one way to also work on it is what mm-hmm. you mentioned. Um, I have had really uh, great luck with Denise Lynn's past life regression mm. uh, meditations. And she has one on YouTube. I think it's like Hay House posted it. I'll put a link to that too. But that I recommend looking into the past life. And then um, Akashic Clearing. I also do that. Oh, yeah. Well, we both. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that with Akashic Clearing, I can, like, if someone tells me something specific they want to work on, I can hold it there and and open up to that. But I do ask to be shown what it will most benefit you to look at and clear. So it may or may not be, like, the Mm -hmm. past life may or may not come up to be cleared. Actually, Um, that's the same for me, too, because... I that's exactly the same like okay you want to look at this thing let's see what's ready to be cleared right so yeah because it may... it's like what we're doing is we're working with your soul with your higher self or your yeah. spirit so you know if it's ready to go and ready to come into your awareness then we can access it but if it's not we can't but, well what um, I want to say about that is it's it's definitely ready to be cleared but it's just it may be the first step it may be right away, there's only one step, clearing that past life, boom. Or it might right. be, oh, yes. there's these other little, there's these blocks before that that can be cleared. Totally. Yeah, yeah that okay. is a good way to phrase it. So like if I'm working with somebody and a lot of stuff, deep stuff is coming up, I'm like, yeah. oh, you've really been working. Like this is stuff is ready to go. You know, yeah, so you yeah. might, it might help you to start on your own or and then reach out to a, a hypnotherapist. But whatever order you do it in will work. Yeah. And also, I just want to say that's not to say that, oh, you have to clear all this stuff out before you're going to feel safe yeah. on a flight. Not no. at all. No. It's just that maybe clearing out that stuff will also assist to make it more permanent. I think that's why for me it wasn't permanent because I definitely, it definitely 100% worked. Um, but I kept questioning it over and uh, over and over because it felt so weird <laughs> and right. I didn't have enough you know of my tools and stuff to know like all it really needed was for me to be like oh talk to my inner child like no you're fine I'm here this is now the present time we're good this is real you're fine that's like really all it would have taken really that's like in you can heal your life when Louise Hay talks about I think she talks about a woman who heals she I think her eyesight heals or something and that she just keeps saying no way I can't believe it no way I can't believe it and then it's like funny it stopped being healed. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. But I do think in this case, don't worry about that too. Like if it does work, you can just reassure because that's just your inner child part being worried that it's not true. So you can just tell her it's true. 
you're good. We're safe. Yeah, take a deep breath. Send yourself love, self-compassion. Yeah, definitely. So much of fear is resolved with self-compassion, with yeah. genuine self-compassion. So much. And I yeah. have heard that before, that the opposite of fear is love. And that is definitely my experience. That's in the Bible. It is? Pretty sure. Really? That's weird. I'm pretty sure that's in the New yeah, Testament. I just quoted the Bible. <laughs> You're like, I've heard this somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus said it. <laughs> this thing floating around. It's probably, uh, I was going to say like Dwayne. What's that? It doesn't matter. Uh, Wayne Dyer. Called. Yeah, Wayne Dyer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, our last question is from Tara, who says, uh, thank you for making my Monday morning commute extra enjoyable. Slight backstory. I planned a vacation day on 2-22-22, which is a fun day, uh, to do nothing but meditate, journal, maybe take a bath. Due to COVID, I had to use a bunch of vacation days and I canceled 2-22 to save those eight hours. Can I use the weekend and 2-21 to get the energy flowing, journal, meditate, and then use that little time I have on 2-22 to somehow set that all into motion? Um... I normally like to have a plan or idea of what I'd like to do, and now I feel a little stuck since my original plan won't work out. Any tips would be much appreciated. Thank you for all you bring to your listeners in the universe. So what I want to say about this question is I really like it because what it really is is like underneath it is, oh, God, am am I okay? Can I make the right decisions for like myself? You know, like, can I trust my intuition? Can I, is it okay if the plan falls apart? You know, it, to me, there's anxiety. There's a lot of anxiety associated with it. Like if I don't, this is just such a good question for everybody when they're starting or maybe even not starting, like to do a spiritual practice, like, oh God, if I don't do it in this order, like if you're like doing on a this spell, certain day, on yes, this certain, in a certain or, moment, yes. when the moon is in a certain phase. Exactly. If I don't set my new moon intentions on the new moon, then maybe I'm screwed and it's miss not. Miss the window. <laughs> that's right. When actually there's no window to miss. The only thing that's important is listening to your body, listening to your feelings, listening to your intuition. And then it's right. It's, we can't, it's similar to what I was saying about like one, like, worrying about other people's um, reaction like it's actually my own opinion that is most important and you know the answer it sounds like you know exactly what you want to do and yes is it magical that it's 22222 that's cool I like that that feels nice but it's not like things are going to fall apart if it's not you know if you resonate with that day cool then you can do something for it but mm -hmm. Your life, you can still do it how you want. Yeah. Do you want to add anything to that? No. Just All I'm right. totally on that same exact page with that answer. Perfect. All right. Well, then, now it's time for the energy report. Hmm. Love it. It's kind of old school. Oh, yeah? All right. Yeah. Like the Great. early days of the energy report song. Oh, really? think so hmm. and now i'm questioning myself because of how you're acting i don't think so because i think the energy report went really far up which is why i stopped doing it that way oh okay like, okay oh god am i gonna hit that note every time um okie dokie so 
the energy report this week. By the way, just a reminder, you can read it on Mind Body Green on Tuesday. Yeah. If you would like to see it in print. And maybe we have some listeners from there. If so, welcome, Mind Body Green listeners. I mentioned the podcast last week. Um, okay, so what I am feeling this week, I actually did write it out already, but I was having a hard time exactly describing this sensation, which is I saw this the energy like almost like wax, like very thick wax, but sticky, like a <laughs> like from goddess provisions. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But if it was like, so very thick, but like peeling off, like it was just like, like peeling off these layers, like that thick wax was getting Mm -hmm. peeled off. And in this wax are these old patterns. It's like how we're having these realizations a lot, like you talked about and I talked about. It's like more of that, like, it's almost like the universe is looking down on us and like, oh, you know what? Let's just let them see all the answers to the test and get it out and so they can release it <laughs> yeah. so they can move to the next level so they can get into calculus now instead yes. of staying in whatever's before calculus um that's what it feels it feels like just like oh wow i suddenly understand why i used to do that that's I what i was trying to describe with getting married with buying a house with yes. my female friendships all three of those have that like oh this all yes. is so clear to me now yes <laughs> yeah and that is true this week as well it's been building the last three weeks i feel like it's just been a very powerful aquarius season oh right yeah and it's like and this is all building and and um and there's more, I guess I'll say there's more of that this week. And then also, I think it's because it's even more of it, it's like revealing this soft underbelly. It's so funny. I'm looking at this sticker that I have in front of me that says, know your power. And um, it's a hand cupped. And I was like making that motion with my hand. And oh. then, and it's holding a ball that says, know your power. And that's what, it's exactly what I'm talking about. Like once the wax heavy layers pull away it's like the soft under underbelly of our power of like who we really are Mm. and but it's like tender because it's like wait a minute it's actually kind of what I was talking about with letting go of the stage fright it was like okay but who am I I feel this power I know who I am but who I mean I know that I feel powerful but who am I really so mm. there's a little bit of that like okay so who is this how do I want to put this in those in the world and like how do I tend to that more and grow it and because now I know more of who I am and I also saw this kind of image of seeds being planted like tending to those seeds which is some of the energy from last week too of like who do I want to be in the world the last two weeks How do I want to show up like really nurturing whatever information is coming in and out um, over the next? Well, I mean, who knows? This energy really seems to be building on each other. But definitely this week, like really like what I want to say is appreciating who you are, like really trying to feel this gratitude of like, oh, yeah, I, I was born in this lifetime obviously for some reason because I'm here and what do I want to do with this like let me appreciate it let me grow it let me expand it 
Mm, I'm so, tuning into yeah. that. That's beautiful. I, I mean, I was feeling and sensing when you were talking just how mysterious our consciousness is, that we're these bodies that are mm. like altars for this un this mystifying consciousness the fact that it exists here <laughs> and that we can sense its alignment with eternity or with infinity it, it's oneness with everyone else I, it's it's yeah. it's magical it's so yes. miraculous and deep yes the mystery and, and of who we are and appreciating who we are because a lot of times we it's kind of funny thing to say but like we get so personal about who we are and i think right. that's why we judge ourselves so much like oh the but this is who I am. Uh, but really, it's like, this is who you are. You're part of the magical universe. Like, what if you depersonalize that a little bit and just appreciated it? Like, oh, yeah. my God, look what I'm doing here. Look what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This unique way that you have shown up. Yeah. I could say more about that, but I won't. So that's the energy report. And I guess maybe the tools are... I did do this little meditation that I went into on Mind Body Green, but really the basic point is appreciating, feeling grateful for you are and who you are and, and tending to that. Yeah. As the new as the old falls away, attend to this new and yeah. be kind to it as it's a soft underbelly still. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. So now it's time for practical magic. So today, if you're listening on Monday, it is Valentine's Day and the moon is in Leo. So in my um, Your Most Magical Year Yet planner, I had a recommendation that I think is cool for this week, even if you're listening later, which does align with the energy report. And it's to get yourself um, a gift that's wearable. So jewelry, some other kind of piece of clothing a scarf a hat like whatever feels right to you um in in honor yourself with it Mm, um that is aligned with the energy report yeah so i mean uh, crystal jewelry kind of seems like it rises to the surface If if it's something else that's good too but if you find a piece of jewelry that feels powerful for you for honoring yourself and then also maybe it could be kind of like oh the mystery of me like an offering at something on the altar of you Mm. to represent how much you love and approve of yourself or maybe how much you are choosing to love and approve of yourself how your process of stepping into your power um and then I also wanted to mention that Pisces season begins mm. on February 20th. Oh, okay. So do you have your calendar in front of you? What yes, day is that? The Sunday. Sunday. Oh, okay. So Pisces season begins on Sunday. So then Sunday would be a good day to clear clutter from your bedroom, mm. clean your sheets, and make sure your bed's super comfy, whatever that means. And then, um, you know, whatever that means to you. Is your comfortable bedding? Mm -hmm. Is there a way? Maybe you need a new pillow. And then um, clear the space. You could cleanse with sage smoke and maybe call on Archangel Michael or another deity to clear and protect your room and set the intention to sleep well, sleep deeply, have healing dreams, and awake refreshed. 
So hmm. that was also from my 2022 planner, okay. which I think was a, I also thought was a good idea. I mean, I should only put things in my planners that I think <laughs> are good ideas. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That seems smart. Right? Just as yeah. a rule, general rule. General um, rule. But yeah, that's practical magic for this week. I love it. I love that it's going to be Pisces because I'm Pisces rising. Oh, yeah. And so I feel both Aquarius and Pisces season strongly. Um, Okay. So before we read from, I mean, pick a card, I'll just tell you, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com and on Instagram and Facebook, and you can schedule a session with me on there or sign up for a class or wait list for a class or or get the trigger book. Okay. Oh, and you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com, which is where you can schedule an Akashic Clearing or a Feng Shui consultation and find lots of free meditations and rituals and inspiration. You can also find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at TessWhitehurst, on Facebook at TessWhitehurstAuthor, and on YouTube at TessWhitehurst. Okay. I am going to pick from the Crystal Spirits Oracle. Okay. And I am drawing from Magic of Flowers Oracle. Which Colette I Baron Reed <laughs> is who did the Crystal Spirits. And you wrote yours. Yes. So I drew, should I start? Mm-hmm. I drew Black Eyed Susan, which mm. is Get Grounded. The answer to your question involves becoming still for a moment and connecting with the ancient nourishing energy of our loving and beloved Mother Earth. Feel your roots going deeply into the ground and drawing precious spiritual sustenance and serenity into your body and aura. Imagine the field of the cool, dark, nutrient-rich earth as though it surrounds and encompasses your entire body. Allow yourself to relax into this feeling of being cradled and caressed and allow all worries and frenetic thinking to dissolve. So it goes on to talk about coming into an awareness of your body, feeling your weight anchoring you down, just in general connecting with your body, relaxing and anchoring into the energy of the earth. Okay, I like that. That is, yeah, I feel like that's interesting because I kept getting that image of seeds, planting seeds oh, and yeah. tending the seeds. And like I was seeing very much the earth and, you know, the seeds going in the earth. So I like that connection. And the body. it does feel like standing in your power to step, just a, a way of standing yes. in your powers, tying it into the energy grid of the earth. Yeah, well, also that's what I noticed with. When I was talking about before about the I, that pain in my hip and that I was disconnecting from being in my body. And yeah. that is what disconnected me from my power. Okay. So I picked Rhodonite, which I actually have been holding today. So ah. that's interesting. Um, its essential meaning is harmony and relationships, ah. which is good for the Valentine's Day. Easily connecting with others, generosity, rest reciprocity discovering hidden talents to share with others so relationships help us to reach our destiny destiny and discover our purpose and people will come into our lives to be our angels on earth offering love encouragement and resources for building the lives we want for ourselves now is the time to connect to others in the spirit of generosity for rodenite spirit is here to help you form healthy partnerships that benefit everyone 
Um, the conscious universe works through people. So think about connecting today, if not to an old friend or someone you love, then to someone you've been too shy to approach. Heal the belief that you should do it all yourself. We're in this together. Boy, that's like what we were talking about with the mm-hmm. feeling, the feelings. We are meant to work in partnership, exchanging our gifts to better the world. I love it. Yeah, because that does feel like all the realizations I was talking about that I had. I was even when you were reading that, I was thinking of Venus retrograde and all the planets retrograde. And if this is sort of like a slingshot, like all this clarity after this retrograde period. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense that there's so much coming in right now. Yeah. Now that everything's direct. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. I feel it like if I was kicked in the balls. <laughs>